0: Greetings fellow travelers, vagrants, explorers, wildlanders, and welcome to episode 10 of The Retro Wildlands. My name is Nomad and this is my gaming podcast where I like to share my thoughts and experiences with a retro game I used to play back when I was younger, or maybe a modern game I've played recently. We've hit a milestone number, friends. Today marks the 10th episode of The Retro Wildlands. Whether or not this is your first time giving us a listen, or you've been out in the wildlands with us before, I really appreciate you downloading the show and giving us a listen. Today's episode is going to be a little different, and I'm pretty excited about it. We're going to be talking about a game that is arguably the one that brings back the most nostalgia for me, and I'm sure many of you listening. It was an arcade game released way back in 1991. I didn't get a chance to go to too many arcades when I was younger, but when I did, this game is one that always made me stop whatever I was doing and go over and play it. I'd play it by myself, or I'd play it with any other random kids or adults that just happen to be at the cabinet. You all know what game I'm talking about, I mean, especially if you read the title of the episode. I'm talking about The Simpsons Arcade Game. There's not too many games out there, arcade or console, that can sink its teeth into you quite like this game can. I don't think there was a house in the 90s that didn't watch The Simpsons, and I think that was a lot of what made this game so successful. However, that was not the case for me, really. While I watched The Simpsons here and there, I was never a big fan of the show. Now it's not that I didn't like it or anything, I just didn't watch it much. But The Simpsons were everywhere and the arcade game really captured a charm that most games couldn't. Even more than that, it's the memories I had playing this arcade cabinet with random people that really stuck with me over the years. So today, we're going to talk about the game and my experiences, and also get some perspective from somebody else, too. That's right. Normally, The Retro Wildlands is a solo podcast, but for this episode, I'll have a guest joining me later in the episode. I was fortunate enough to be able to share the experience of playing the Simpsons arcade game with somebody else, and it was an absolute blast from the past. And that someone is my stepdaughter, Cameron. Being only 12 years old, she obviously missed out on the glory days of the arcade game, but Cameron is turning into a huge Simpsons fan and finds every opportunity to watch the show. I'm talking while she's on the couch, laying in bed, taking a shower, you name it. When I told Cameron about this game, she was pretty interested to give it a try and we were fortunate enough to be able to play it together this past week. So here's how the flow of today's podcast is going to go. I'll still keep my usual introduction where I let you all take a peek behind the scenes here in the Wildlands to get an idea of what I'm up to and what's potentially coming down the line. I'm going to do a solo section of the podcast where I share with everyone what this game is, get into some of the gameplay details, and share some of my own memories. Then we'll end the podcast with Cameron and mine's conversation. We each came up with some basic questions to ask each other about the Simpsons arcade game and about the Simpsons TV show, and I think the conversation went pretty well, so I hope you all find it as entertaining as we did putting this together for you. Oh, now that I think about it, I need to make sure to be on my best behavior and make sure not to swear on this episode, huh? Cameron might have her friends listen to this, so I probably shouldn't say words like, Or words like. And definitely not words like. (laughs) Okay, now that the stage is set, let's do some housekeeping and plugs. If you aren't interested in listening to me prattle on about what I'm thinking regarding the podcast itself or anything like that, and you're just here for the Simpsons arcade conversation, just jump ahead about five to seven minutes or check out the timestamps in the description. I'm hoping by the time I post this, I will have gotten off my lazy behind and added timestamps to all my older episodes, like I keep promising I'm gonna do, and I added timestamps to this episode, so here's to you, future self. I hope you got your stuff situated. (laughs) So if you listened to last week's episode, I mentioned that this week's featured game was going to be either The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for the Super Nintendo, or Spider-Man and Venom Maximum Carnage for the Super Nintendo slash Sega Genesis. Well, if it wasn't abundantly clear earlier, and by the title of this episode, we're not talking about either of them this week. I'm happy to report, though, that I was able to complete the Power Rangers game. It was a very fun game, and it brought back a ton of memories, especially when it came to the original TV show. It was a lot easier than I remember, and I'm not entirely sure how it was that I never finished this game. Really, it took me no time at all, barely an hour if I remember right. The biggest reason it didn't take me all that long wasn't just because of the easy difficulty or anything. There was just absolutely nothing else the game offered once I finished it. The game itself was pretty barebones, too. There was no story, no cutscenes between stages, and nothing else to really offer any replay value. It was nice to play as all the different Power Rangers, but they all pretty much played the same, except for Kimberly, who had a long-range weapon to use and the others didn't. And that was pretty much it. I don't think the game's beefy enough to hold a conversation on. I mean, I can try and leverage my nostalgia of the original TV show, but then the podcast would probably be more about the TV show than it was the game. And my memory of the show itself is pretty limited without a refresher. So, all that to say, I'm glad I finally finished that game and I had a solid time with it, but it's not going to be an episode. At least not on its own, anyway. So, my apologies if I got any diehard Power Rangers fans excited about a possible episode. Now, Maximum Carnage has been pretty fun to play through. I'm not very far, but I've already forgotten how hard this game can be. But I think it's a good thing. It's a good challenge. After a short session with this game, I started to research the title a little bit more. I knew the game was based on the Maximum Carnage storyline in the Spider-Man comics, but I didn't realize how much the game took from that comic series. The beginning cutscenes from the game appear to be actual comic panels from the comic series, and that looked pretty awesome. As I dug deeper, I discovered there is a compilation paperback book that has all 14 of the comics put together. Once I discovered this, I was able to locate a copy online and I ended up buying it. The premise of the series sounded simple but really exciting. Carnage goes on a streak of mayhem and he recruits several other villains to join his cause, which causes Spider-Man to do the same, as he collects heroes to ally with him and try and defeat Carnage. And of course, one of his new allies is Venom, one of Spider-Man's biggest enemies. So I decided to put the game itself on the back burner for a little bit. I want to read through the comic series and then play the game through. I'm interested to see the specific connections the game makes to the original source material. So as long as the book itself gets here when it's supposed to, I should have time to read through that, finish the game, and get an episode lined up next week. If not, I have a few other titles waiting in the wings for their chance in the spotlight here on the Wildlands. Now if you're curious what else I'm playing, love video games, or you just like pictures of cute dogs, you should check us out on social media. We have a Facebook page you can find if you search the Retro Wildlands, and we're also on Instagram and Twitter at Retro Wildlands. I like video games, I drink craft beer, and I have some cute animals. I'm hoping that'll be the triforce of good social media content, so if that sounds like something you can get behind, check us out. If you follow the show, we'll follow you back, and I'll like your photos of your kids or the reels of your pets doing cute things. It'll be an awesome time. Alright, and with that, I think that's enough dinking around. Let's get into The Simpsons Arcade Game. Published by Konami and released on March 4th, 1991 in North America, The Simpsons Arcade Game is one of the many Simpsons games that would be released over the years, but it's the one that has arguably stood the test of time, if for no other reason than the nostalgia factor that this game holds. We play as a member of The Simpsons family. Homer, Marge, Bart, or Lisa, and our mission is to rescue Maggie, who has been taken hostage by Smithers. Smithers collides into the Simpsons on the way out of a jewelry store where he's just robbed it of a huge diamond, I assume for Mr. Burns. The collision causes the diamond to go flying, and it falls right into Maggie's open mouth. So instead of doing what a normal, sensible person would do and take the diamond out of Maggie's mouth, Smithers says, screw that, and just takes the whole baby. Not going to take this lying down, the Simpsons band together to chase down Smithers and beat the snot out of anyone who stands in their way. So grab your slingshot, that saxophone over there, and don't forget Maggie's pacifier. Let's join the Simpsons as we make our way to Springfield's power plant in order to rescue Maggie from the villainous clutches of Waylon Smithers. I don't know what it is about an old-school arcade, but it's a place that just has a magic that I just can't explain. Arcade machines came in all shapes and sizes, and there's just something about them that pulls me towards them. Most of the ones I played are larger than myself, and some of them are smaller. There are even tabletop arcade machines. When I was a kid, there was a tabletop arcade of Pac-Man in this pizza place where my mom and I would go to get dinner every now and then. This was back in the dark days, where online ordering wasn't a thing, so Mom and I would just drive up to the pizza joint to place our order. We could have called it in, but we never did, because the pizza place didn't mess around, and they made their pies pretty quick, and they were delicious. Mwah! Chef's kiss. While we waited for our order, my Mom and I would pump a few quarters into Pac-Man, and played it while we waited. I was terrible at Pac-Man, But there was just something so special about playing it, especially since I was playing with my mom. It's one of my favorite memories with her. Every now and then my parents would take me to an arcade to kill an afternoon, or I was able to go as part of a friend's birthday party. This was around the time I think I was about 9 or 10 years old. We had a place close to where we used to live that was an arcade, and it also had some things outside like a batting cage and a go-kart track. That's where I have most of my arcade memories. They had some awesome cabinets and all sorts of games. Most of the time, I would play any Ninja Turtles game that I would come across. Around this time in my life, I was deep into the Ninja Turtles cartoons and all the toys I could get my little mitts on. Sometimes I would play Mortal Kombat if I could sneak it in when my mom was off somewhere else. I don't think I ever played that game in front of her because I am pretty sure she would not have approved of all the blood and gore. Now, there was one arcade cabinet that always caught my eye whenever I'd go out. Whenever I would walk by The Simpsons' arcade cabinet, there would always be a gaggle of kids around it playing and having an absolute blast. Is a gaggle the right word for a group of kids? Probably a school of kids, you know, since they're in school. Or maybe it's a pack of kids. Or a swarm of kids. Eh, whatever. So I knew of The Simpsons, but I wasn't a huge fan or anything but for whatever reason, more kids would be playing the Simpsons game than most other cabinets. I remember one day my curiosity finally got the better of me, and I walked over to see what all the fuss was about. After I watched for a few minutes, I knew I wanted to give the Simpsons a try. As soon as the kid playing as Bart ran out of corners and scampered off, I stepped in and gave it a go. So, what is this game? The Simpsons Arcade Game is a beat-em-up style game that puts you in the role of one of the Simpsons. You can play as Homer, Marge, Lisa, or Bart, and your mission is a very simple one. Smithers has stolen a diamond from a jewelry store, and when the Simpsons accidentally collide into him as Smithers is making his escape, the diamond goes flying and flies right into Maggie's mouth. Since it's much more time efficient to just take Maggie instead of spending the couple seconds to just take the diamond out of her mouth, Smithers runs off and the Simpsons need to chase him down in order to rescue Maggie. Standing in the family's way are a bunch of hired goons and thugs, and it's our job to beat the tar out of them and anything else that stands in our way. There are eight stages in total, and each stage ends with a boss that you'll need to defeat in order to progress to the next stage. Players can join the game at any time by putting in a quarter. If I remember right, each quarter grants you two lives, and every time you add another quarter you get an additional two lives on top of that. You have a life bar at the top of your screen. As you take damage, your life bar depletes. When it's empty, you lose a life. Simple enough premise. The game's controls are also just as simple. The joystick is an 8-way style, meaning you can move your character up, down, left, right, and diagonally. Pretty high tech stuff. Now as far as the buttons go, also pretty simple. One button to jump, one button to attack. You can do a slightly stronger attack if you press both buttons together, but admittedly, I didn't tend to use this feature much. You're going to be smashing the attack button a ton in this game, so you better be sure to prepare yourself by stretching your fingers and your wrist muscles out ahead of time. While I was watching the kids play before I put my quarters down, I made it a point to study each character and how they played. The nice thing about the Simpsons arcade game is each member of the family acts and attacks in their own specific way. While Homer just uses his fists and his feet as his weapons, Bart has his signature skateboard, Lisa has a jump rope, and Marge has her vacuum cleaner. Marge stood out to me because the vacuum cleaner she uses has a decently long reach compared to the others. She reminded me of Donatello with his bow staff in some of the Ninja Turtles arcade games, which was pretty cool in its own right. When you attack, you can string together a combo if you hit an enemy enough times. One unique way you can attack is you can perform a combo attack by teaming up with another player. Example, if you're playing as Homer and another player is playing as Marge, Standing close to each other will initiate a sort of team attack, where Homer and Marge will grab onto each other and roll around the area causing damage to enemies. If I remember right, Bart and Lisa will join hands and you can clothesline enemies that get in your way. I'm pretty sure you can team up with any combination of characters, you just have to stand really close to another player, almost like you're on top of them, and hold still for about a second or two. These attacks tend to be more useful than normal attacks in some situations, but they didn't last for very long. While these attacks are pretty awesome, especially when you have a couple people playing with you, normal attacks seem to do it just fine for me. Now, there are other ways to attack your enemies too. Like most arcade beat-em-ups, there are items scattered around that you can use to dish out more pain. Mallets and slingshots are probably the most useful weapons you'll come across. Both are pretty powerful and last a pretty good while, or until you lose a life. You can also find other items scattered about that you can pick up and toss at enemies. Rocks, soda cans, tires, bowling balls, you know, things like that. There was even a point I ran across the family dog, Santa's little helper, and I was able to pick him up and toss him at enemies. Oh, and I remember coming across Snowball the Cat at some point, too. Everyone knows cats are dangerous projectile weapons in real life, so it was pretty awesome that you could use one as a throwing weapon. One more thing to mention before I forget. There's a couple of bonus stages in between the main ones, and they have you smashing your buttons to either inflate a balloon to move to the next location, or there's a part where you have to slap yourself awake. The faster you do this, the more points you'll get. These parts are sprinkled in at some pretty good spots in the main game and help break up the monotony a little bit. I can't remember if getting to a certain score nets you an extra life or not. Most arcades usually did this, but I do remember how much of a pain in the butt these bonus stages were. I still remember how much it hurt my hands to hit that button so fast in order to try and win that bonus level. I mean, I didn't try all that hard if I happened to be the only kid at the cabinet, but when there were other kids there, you best believe that I was giving it my all and smashing that button with everything my tiny little hands had. The kids that were there with me were certainly my brothers and sisters-in-arms, but when that bonus stage popped up, it was everyone for themselves. Now, I think this is a perfect time to say that the Simpsons arcade game is definitely best enjoyed with a group of random people or some good friends. While you can certainly play it on your own, there's a magic behind having someone next to you fighting alongside you. Even if you aren't the biggest Simpsons fan, this was always my biggest draw to the cabinet. I loved working together with someone I've never met who has the same goal as me. Try to get as far into the game as possible with what money we had to spend and have a good time while we did it. Even though some of the Ninja Turtles cabinets were the same premise, I seemed to play with more kids when I was playing The Simpsons. While I argue you can get some of that enjoyment while playing some games in your living room with some friends or family in a couch co-op setting, or jumping online to join up with friends or strangers, there's something about going into an arcade and physically standing next to somebody. You're almost guaranteed to let your guard down a little and just get to know that person while sharing in something you both like. You can't beat these kind of moments, kids. Now before we talk about the game's overall presentation, I did want to mention that the Simpsons Arcade game does pace itself pretty well overall. I never felt like I was ever being bogged down for too long. Enemies didn't take a ton of hits to eliminate, and I always felt like I was moving forward. While the game features a lot of the same generic enemies, and a few enemies that take just a little bit more damage, most of them still go down pretty easy. There are some unique enemies sprinkled in for flavor to mix it up a little bit, too. I will say, most enemies hit pretty hard, and it won't take much for you to lose a life. Now granted, this is an arcade game designed to make you spend quarters, so the difficulty does get pretty hard as you continue into the later stages. There's a boss of some sort at the end of each stage, and they get increasingly more powerful and take more hits as the game goes on. There were times that I would pump multiple dollars into this game and not get very far, even if I was playing with others. Arcade cabinets were made to make the arcade money, so you will die a lot, forcing you to throw down more money so you can keep going. But really, I never minded it as long as I was having a good time, and with The Simpsons, I was generally having a good time, most of the time. This might be considered a hot take because I know how much love people have for this game, but The Simpsons Arcade does get a little repetitive the more you play it, and it really doesn't have a lot of staying power. For me, it was about halfway through the game, around stage 4, where I would start to get a little worn down with the repetition. While there are a ton of callbacks to the TV show itself and plenty happening on screen, the majority of the enemies were cookie cutter and not very diverse. Sometimes we might get some unique enemies like the firefighters midway through the first stage, but I think I only remember seeing two of them for the entire game. In later stages, the generic goons are palette swapped and they're just a different color, but they don't seem any stronger and they take just as many hits to take out. So overall, I would have liked some more enemy variety. Now that's not to say that there isn't any enemy variety at all, There is one stage, number six, I think, that takes place in a dream, and there's plenty of enemy variety there. There's killer donuts out to murder you, little Bart devils flying around, killer saxophones. That was one of my favorite levels, if I ever got that far enough along to play it. I would usually just have to be lucky enough to join the game midway through if there was a slot open on the cabinet. That's actually how I was able to play the game through. It was never in one session, it just depended on if there were other kids playing and how far they had gotten whenever I was able to jump in. That helped break up the monotony of the game as a whole. We're starting to wind down the first part of the episode, and my chat with my stepdaughter Cameron is coming up, but before we get to that, I did want to talk about the game's overall presentation. Visually speaking, this game looks fantastic, and really captures the essence of the show itself. I know it got Cameron's graphical seal of approval. The colors on screen are very vibrant and eye-catching, but what really stood out to me more than anything were the backgrounds of each of the stages. There was always something going on in the background, and there would be times that I'd play that I would see something small that I missed the last time I played. I think Cameron brings it up in our interview, but she saw a glimpse of Bigfoot Homer. I think it was a reference to an early episode of the TV show where Homer gets covered in mud and is mistaken for Bigfoot. I never saw this any time I played the arcade game, and it's pretty awesome that she was able to catch that. All of this really brings the game to life. More than that were the characters from the TV show you'd come across as you play. I remember you came across Principal Skinner and Martin pretty early in the first stage. One of the stages had us fighting in Moe's Tavern, where we saw him and Barney. I remember seeing Otto, the bus driver, working a concession stand in the second stage, and next to him was Dr. Marvin Monroe. I also remember seeing Patty and Selma at one point, too. I just can't remember where exactly. Since I wasn't the biggest fan growing up, these cameos really didn't do much for me, but as I've grown older, it was pretty cool noticing them now that I had a little bit more understanding of who was who. I mean, there are some characters from The Simpsons I feel like you just know when you see them, like Otto and Principal Skinner. Every now and then, Cameron would point someone out from the show and it was pretty cool watching her smile a little bit seeing someone from the show that she's growing to love. One of the other things that really amped up the presentation and contributed to the nostalgia factor were some of the sounds and some parts of the music. Now, the overall soundtrack was nothing that great in my opinion, but the sound effects and the voiceovers really made it for me. First thing you'll probably pick up on is the Simpsons family are voiced by their real-world voice actors. They don't talk a ton, but when they do, the voices come through pretty authentic. Dan Castellaneta, I think I'm pronouncing that right, is Homer J. Simpson. Hey, come back here with my kid! Julie Kavner joins us as Marge Simpson. Oh, you dumb hooligans! Yeardley Smith graces us with the voice of Lisa Simpson. And Nancy Cartwright lends her voice to Bart Simpson.
1: Alright, let's go for it, man!
0: It was an absolute awesome addition and a fantastic touch. Now, have you ever heard a sound effect from a game and it just brings back a wave of memories? The Simpsons arcade game does this for me when I hear some of the sound effects. There's a ton of sound effects in this game, but the one that really stands out to me and always makes me turn my head when I hear it is when you slide a coin into the arcade cabinet. Isn't it just like a call to action? You can't help but want to suit up and jump straight into battle anytime you hear it. And if that doesn't turn on the nostalgia, how about when your character enters the playing field? The Simpsons fly in wearing a superhero costume and then they land ready for action. Remember that one? Man, that gets me every time. Or, even when you lose a life, that sound even stuck with me. Do you remember that one? Yeah, if that doesn't get the nostalgia flowing, I'm not sure what will. All in all, The Simpsons is a great game, if for no other reason than its nostalgia factor. At its core, it's not the best beat-em-up out there. It can get kind of repetitive pretty quick, and since it's an arcade game, it can be very punishing, and you will die a lot but it can still be a fun time, especially if you're playing with friends standing next to you. I think one of the reasons the Simpsons arcade game ranks so high on my personal list of favorites is because of all the little memories I made with this game while I played it. There's one story that always sticks with me, though, and I want to share it real quick. I remember walking over to a Simpsons arcade cabinet, and there was an open spot. Marge was the only character open, and I eagerly jumped in. We were on the second to last level of the game, and it was clear by the piles of quarters that were stacked on this game cabinet that this group of kids was going the distance. I wanted to desperately beat this game, and the prospect that this might be the day I do it was really exciting to me. We worked together and made it all the way to the end. We beat Smithers and thought we had tasted victory. I high fived these kids I'd never met, and it was awesome. That was until Mr. Burns in his mech suit came crashing through the wall. I started to panic a little bit. I didn't have any more quarters, and I was down to my final life. If I died, I was out, and my dream would be shattered. I'd have to watch these kids beat this game, and I wouldn't be able to take part of it. As the four of us battled on, Mr. Burns's machine slowly started coming apart, but the other kids were getting manhandled, I kept my distance and used Marge's long reach to try and get in some cheap hits, but soon, I took too much damage and I was dead. Crap, I thought. I was out. No more quarters. But then, something really awesome happened. The kid next to me quickly handed me a couple quarters. Here, kid. Get back in the game. We need everyone to take down Mr. Burns. My eyes lit up and my smile was very apparent I'm sure. I took one of the kids quarters and popped it into the cabinet. I wasn't going to go down this time. Even though I didn't know these kids, they wanted me with them to finish this game and I was not going to let them down. This was the final battle and he was right. This was going to require all of us. Soon March flew back on screen. I rejoined the battle and we started to chip away at our enemy. It was such a strange moment thinking about it. We all encouraged each other, called out when someone's health was low so they could back away and be more cautious. We were just overly supportive of each other. Complete strangers. And soon, we defeated Mr. Burns and ultimately rescued Maggie. We watched as the Simpsons walked away victorious, and we couldn't help but continue to high-five each other after the credits were starting to roll. It was amazing. Once we were done playing, all of us scattered to the winds. I never did get their names, but I think about this moment often. How the love of a video game and the desire to accomplish something hard brought us all together. This will always be one of my favorite gaming memories. If any of you three kids are listening to this podcast now somehow, know that it was an absolute honor, and I wouldn't trade that experience for anything. Hell yeah, I love video games. Alright, that'll bring this section of the podcast to a close. It's time to chat it up with my stepdaughter Cameron about the Simpsons arcade game and the Simpsons TV show. When I told Cameron that this game existed, she was very eager to play it with me one day. And Recently, we got that chance to experience the game together, and I can't tell you how much fun I had. Like I said, this game is best played with friends or family, and being able to play this game with Cameron will be one of my favorite memories, and I hope it becomes one of hers one day. So with that, I'm gonna take a quick breather, but when we come back, Cameron and I will talk about The Simpsons and their one-of-a-kind arcade game. And the part that I'm sure everybody has been waiting for, my special guest today. Joining me here in the podcast room that is my home office is my stepdaughter, Cameron. Say hi, Cameron. Hi. Her and I got a chance to play the Simpsons arcade game together recently, which is super awesome. Cameron, I know I told you before, but I used to play this arcade game a ton when I was your age, if you can believe that I was actually as small as you were at one point, right? I don't believe it. I know, I don't believe it myself sometimes. So, I have Cameron on the show today, and we wrote up some questions that we wanted to ask each other. We wanted to try something different today in the retro wildland. so I'm going to start. So, Cameron, playing the Simpsons arcade game, which character did you play as?
1: I played as Lisa.
0: Why'd you play as Lisa?
1: Because I find, like, Lisa the same as me, because I'm the youngest sibling, and I'm a female, and that is the same way for Lisa, too, and I feel like. I have a connection to her.
0: Sounds very convenient. Very convenient. Yeah. Do you jump rope a lot like Lisa does?
1: No, I honestly don't.
0: No jump roping I for you. I used to jump rope oh. a lot, but okay, okay.
1: Jump roping isn't for me anymore.
0: Right. Well, I'm also very thankful that you didn't take up the saxophone and play a bunch of saxophone upstairs because that yeah. would uh, that would suck for me. That
1: would. <laughs> Especially you being right underneath of me.
0: <laughs> yep, that is right. For those that don't know, where uh, where Nomad lives. Uh, You are literally right above my office, upstairs. (laughs) That's awesome. All right, you ask me one of your questions, my dear.
1: What is your favorite Simpsons character and why?
0: Hmm, that's a toughie. I actually like Sideshow Bob. I like Sideshow Bob because he's a very complicated character. He has hair like I'll never have. Um, he's he's kind of an evil genius sort of kind of in in a way, isn't he? What do you think?
1: Mm -hmm. He is.
0: Yeah, and he's like now. I wanna preface this too. Cameron is a self-proclaimed Simpsons expert.
1: Yes, I am.
0: Yeah, yes. Yeah, Simps- At
1: least to my knowledge.
0: To your knowledge. So I like Sideshow Bob, right? And to me, he is he's, he's kind of an evil character. He's always after Bart for some reason. Do you know why?
1: Um, there's one reason because when Sideshow Bob got fired from Krusty Crusty was like framed for murder, but it was actually Sideshow Bob, and Bart proved to them that it was Sideshow Bob and not Crusty.
0: Mmm. So he's got a chip on his shoulder, huh? Yeah. Gotcha. Well, that actually makes me think of a question, real quick, I want to ask now before we get too far into it. Why did you start watching The Simpsons? Because, real quick, for all of our listeners, just so they have an idea, if you're not eating or sleeping, you're watching The Simpsons, right? Yes. <laughs> so, how did it all start, honey?
1: Um, my dad really introduced me to The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. He liked it a lot, and then I started watching it, and I got really attached to it. So now I watch it like on a daily basis.
0: Daily basis. Yep, you are one hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, you played as Lisa in the arcade game with me. Is she your favorite Simpsons character, or do you have another favorite?
1: Um, I like her a lot, but I really like Maggie, too.
0: Yeah? Why Maggie?
1: Maggie would be, like, my favorite sibling, because not too much of an annoyance. Like, Bart would be.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, any time I have caught the Simpsons, and in and full disclosure, I, I have seen far less Simpsons episode than you have, Cameron, so going off of memory, but. Maggie seems like she's the mischievous type to me, like she's always got something on her mind that, I don't know, she's, yeah, I think she would be a great sister for you because you're kind of like that too. You might be older, but you always got something on your mind. I
1: mean, we all know she's a little scary because she shot Mr. Burns.
0: Ooh, (laughs) I do remember that. Did you like that episode? That was the, what was it called? Do you remember what it was called?
1: Um, I'm pretty sure it was one of the Treehouse of Horrors. Okay. pretty sure it was one of those, but it's not really in my memory because I don't remember the episodes. I just remember what everything is.
0: Yep, and you watch it all the time, but you don't remember. Hmm. I don't
1: remember the name of the episodes <laughs> and stuff.
0: No, it's all good. I can barely remember what I watched when I was younger, too, so no worries. But I do remember that Mr. Mr. Burns took a bullet, all thanks to Maggie. All right, so I have another question. What character in The Simpsons is your least favorite? Which one don't you jive with?
1: My least favorite would probably be Comic Book Guy, because I know he's, like, misunderstood and stuff, but he's just very weird to me. <laughs> I don't know why you would collect so many comic books for a hobby, but, you know.
0: All right, I'm going to throw in guess it's
1: just his thing. It's not my thing, though.
0: Not your thing? Well, you know whose thing it is? It's my thing. Do you not see all the comic books on my shelf back there?
1: I know they're right behind you.
0: Ah, uh, you, you not liking comic book guys like hurt my soul. <laughs> uh, awesome. Alright, time for you to ask me a question. What do you got?
1: What was your favorite part slash scene in The Simpsons? In the show, not the arcade game.
0: In the show, okay. So I had to look this one up ahead of time because I knew you were gonna ask me that question. It's the episode Season 6, episode 13, and Maggie makes three. Now, I'm thinking of, the mem- thinking of the episode off memory, but Homer loses his job in some capacity, and he has to grovel back and get his job back from Mr. Burns, if I remember. And what Mr. Burns does is he puts a sign in Homer's office that says, Don't forget, you're here forever. And at some point in the episode, I remember Bart asking Homer where all the pictures of Maggie were in the house. Do you ever watch this episode? Do you remember this one? Yes, I do. Yeah. So I think Homer said something along the lines of, "I, I have them right where I need them. And they're actually in his office in the power plant, and he put them over the picture. So instead of it saying, don't forget, you're here forever, all of her pictures block out the letters, and it says, do it for her. I always thought that was really, really heartfelt. The Simpsons was always funny to me, but every now and then they would have one of those heartfelt episodes that just makes me feel warm and fuzzy. And Peanut, just so you know, that's why I go to work. Do it for you, and your brother, and your mom, and our dogs,
1: and the hedgehog,
0: and a hedgehog, and
1: the now one hermit crab,
0: and the now one hermit crab. Yes, we we we've had we've had some difficulty with our hermit crabs.
1: <laughs> I had three, and then. One of them died, so we got another one, and then that one, the new one, died, and then my oldest one died just recently, so now I only have my second hermit crab left.
0: What we should do, we'll we'll probably replace them at some point. You were naming your hermit crabs after uh, Winnie the Pooh characters, right? Yes. We should probably name them after Simpsons characters, I'm thinking.
1: Yeah, I've had Eeyore, Tigger is the one that's still living, I've had Roo and Piglet.
0: Ruin Piglet. Yep, Piglet
1: was the first one to die.
0: I remember. Uh, May they rest in Crab Heaven. Yep. (laughs) All right, another question for you about the Simpsons arcade game. So, there's a couple power-ups that you can pick up when we were playing, things that we could use to beat the snot out of all the people that were trying to bring us down. Is your favorite one Bart's slingshot? Or do you like that big mallet that we got in that one level where you're beating the snot out of the guys in the teacups?
1: I like the slingshot better because the slingshot's easier to use because you can, like, go faster than with the mallet. You have to swing it back and then hit him, then swing it back and then hit him, and just keep doing that over and over again.
0: Right, but the slingshot's so, more rapid fire, more yeah, your speed.
1: The slingshot can go faster and faster.
0: Very good. Yep, that, that one, I think, I liked it, but I kind of like the mallet. It might be a little bit slower, but it seemed to kill everybody in one hit, but... I don't know. It if, if, if felt better in Homer's big, fat, round hands. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You have another question for me?
1: Yes, I do. What part of the arcade version was your favorite?
0: I think my favorite part is probably the second level. And that's where we're in uh, uh, the amusement park. What's the amusement park called?
1: Crustyland.
0: Um, is it Land? That's what I was thinking. And, I, and the reason I like that one the most, it's because when I went to the arcades and my mom took me and she she gave me my allowance or whatever, I was not good at that game. But I always made it to level two. I always liked the music, and it just level two always reminds me of when I went and played this game in the arcade. Is it a fun level? Yeah, it's good, but. It, always it takes
1: a long time to beat.
0: does take a long time to beat, definitely.
1: Not as long as the last part, though.
0: No, not the last part. So what what last part are you talking about?
1: When Mr. Burns, we're fighting Mr. Burns, Ugh. and he's the robot. It takes forever to beat him because he seems invincible. Because whenever you think you killed him, he always comes back with another part of the robot.
0: Right. He... He had a full robot suit, and then we took his legs out, and then he had, what, those those treads or whatever? like
1: Yeah, like a tank treadmill kind of thing, yeah. and then he was like a bumper car.
0: Yeah, that little little hovercraft-looking thing underneath. So
1: finally he died.
0: I don't want to think that he died. I mean, how many seasons long is The Simpsons, do you know? 34. 34 seasons, yeah, and Mr. Burns is still alive and kicking, so we didn't kill him, we just put him to sleep, and then Maggie put the pacifier in his mouth, and all is well, right? Yep. <laughs> right. All right, next question. So what was your favorite part about the arcade game? It could, be a, it could be a stage or a character you saw or something you did. What was your favorite part?
1: My favorite was probably, I know this is a little weird, um, in some parts of it, when we were walking, there was some lady behind a door, and my favorite part was when I would walk in front of it, or when when you would walk in front of it, and she would just swing it open, and it would hit us and hit us across the screen.
0: <sighs> yep, and our faces would go splat up against yeah. the screen.
1: Or when we were blowing up the balloons, and... I suck at blowing up balloons in the game, <laughs> obviously.
0: Well, obviously, because you suck at blowing up balloons in real life, too. But I'm
1: pretty good at blowing up balloons. <laughs> okay, Frank?
0: Uh, was that hard on your fingers to press the buttons?
1: Yes, because I don't play video games like you do every day.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess that is a... I guess that is a disadvantage for you, isn't it?
1: I mean, I play Roblox almost every day, but I don't play video games that involve being on a TV a lot.
0: Mm, yes, Roblox. Uh, for, all, for all my listeners, I don't know what Roblox is.
1: <laughs> um, well, you should.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, honey bear. All right. Next, you have a question.
1: What got you into The Simpsons?
0: <laughs> what got me into The Simpsons? Yep. Two things come to my mind. When I was growing up, uh, a lot of my friends really liked The Simpsons, so I kind of watched The Simpsons because they watched The Simpsons, and I really got into it because I like a lot of the storylines. It's very funny to me, but really the biggest thing that got me into The Simpsons is you she's smiling you just can't see it <laughs> no seriously every because you have the simpsons on so much i'd sit and watch some or i'd want to watch an episode that you watched or whatever but it's it's really fun they're they're good stories i like most of the characters i feel like i'm turning into a homer it's it's awesome <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean homer's not too bad
0: not too bad what's well, good to know
1: i mean his relationship problems but you don't have that
0: that's right. Did you hear that, everyone out there? I have no relationship problems at all, like apparently Ober does. I
1: mean, you do a little bit, but...
0: All right, moving on.
1: It's only a little bit.
0: Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the last question I have for you. Uh, about the arcade game. Was there a lot of characters from the arcade game that you recognized from the show?
1: There were a couple. There was Marge and Maggie.
0: Well, I mean, we play as Lisa. them, but yeah. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but who else? Like, um, we saw Barney, right?
1: Yes. Um, we saw Mo. Mm
0: hmm. Yep, saw Mo.
1: We saw Mr. Burns.
0: Beat the snot out of Mr. Burns, yep.
1: We saw Smithers.
0: Beat the snot out of him, too. Didn't we set him on fire?
1: Pretty sure we did.
0: Set him on fire, yep. <laughs> um, yeah. We oh. saw
1: Krusty. We
0: did see Krusty, and we saw Sideshow Bob, too. Yes. He was pushing a cart or whatever when we were out in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Oh, that reminds me. That dream level. How crazy was that?
1: Yeah, there were saxophones flying everywhere.
0: Right. And There were
1: bowling balls.
0: Donuts.
1: Double barts.
0: Yep, that was, uh, was a little agitating. I can understand why Homer would want to strangle that neck.
1: Just a little bit.
0: Yeah, that was, that was good, though.
1: hmm
0: That was good. All right. I
1: think, oh, I saw one more. It was when Homer was pronounced to be Bigfoot, but he was actually just covered in mud and stuff.
0: Oh, I saw yeah. him in
1: the woods, too, in the arcade game.
0: Really? I didn't notice that. Yeah. That was an interesting episode. That
1: was what the three people were walking in the back.
0: Oh. Yeah. All right. Maybe you are the Simpsons expert for now. <laughs> for
1: now? I don't think... Anybody in this family could be a bigger one than moi.
0: (sighs) You see what I got to deal with, guys? Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right, honey. I think you had a couple more or one more question or?
1: I have three more, but the third one is for the last
0: Okay. All right. Hit me.
1: Like my other question, what is your favorite part slash scene in The Simpsons in the arcade version this time?
0: In the arcade game, like my favorite scene? Yep. Uh, it's going to sound real dumb, but that very first boss that we fought, the big wrestler guy, I enjoyed watching his pants fall down. <laughs> that was humorous to me. <laughs> he was, was he a character in the show that you recognized? I didn't d-
1: recognize him. I didn't
0: recognize him either, but it was funny. And I I remember playing the arcade when he was my favorite boss to beat up on, only because at least at the time he was the only one I could beat, because he kept dropping his pants and I would punch him in the face anytime he was trying to pull his pants up. So, yeah.
1: Oh, I... Saw another one that was in the arcade game that was in the TV show. I saw Martin and Principal Skinner.
0: Martin and Principal Skinner. Yeah, they were. Uh, I think in the middle of the first level. Yeah. They were. They were talking to each other and definitely not contributing and helping us out. That's for sure. Yeah,
1: I tried to hit them.
0: Yeah, I know. I tried to hit them too, but yeah. Oh well.
1: Who's your favorite character in the arcade version?
0: Even though when we played, I played as Homer, I actually like playing as Bart. I've always liked Bart's character. Oh, did you know that her voice actor is actually a woman? Yes. Yeah, she's did. very talented.
1: And also, so is Nelson. Nelson is a woman, too.
0: I did not know they that.
1: They are the same person.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right.
1: I think there's a couple other males in the show that are played by her.
0: Yep, I believe so too. She's very talented. I wish I knew her name Can't off top of my head. Can't remember her name. Right, right? Now. but but no, I, I I like I like playing as Bart. I like he, he uses a skateboard as his weapon, and at least to me, he seems like he zips around the screen a little fast, and his skateboard's got a little bit of range on it. Uh, I don't know. I, I like Bart because I used to play as Bart when I was a kid.
1: One thing I don't really get about the show and the arcade game is that Lisa's choice of weapon is a jump rope. But in the show, she barely jump ropes, to my knowledge. Hmm. And she's more on her saxophone, so I don't get why her saxophone wouldn't really be uh
0: So you're saying, you're, yeah, you're saying her saxophone should have been her weapon?
1: Yeah, it would have been more relatable to the show than a jump rope.
0: That would have been interesting to see her wail on some people with her saxophone. Yeah. Do, do you remember when we stand still for a little bit and our characters will say stuff, like Lisa would be like, ha ha, I made you look, or something yeah. like that. That would be cool if she would stop and play a tune on her saxophone. Mm -hmm. All right. You have one more question for me? Yes, I do. What you got? It's
1: the hardest question that I have asked you so far today.
0: Ooh, the pressure's on.
1: Why do you like The Simpsons?
0: Why do I like The Simpsons? Yep. Hmm. I like The Simpsons purely because it's entertaining to me. I like the earlier episodes more. I know you're watching a lot of the newer ones right now. I think it was around, like, maybe season 13 or 14 is most of what I know. I know some of the more recent episodes now, but it's it's kind of a cop-out answer, but... The show is just entertaining. I can always sit down and have fun with it. And I especially like the Treehouse of Horror. Anytime they do those, those are my absolute favorite. Because, side note, Halloween is my favorite holiday ever.
1: Christmas is mine. Because it always gives me an excuse to use as many blankets as I possibly can.
0: That's a good answer. I thought you were going to say presents, and I was going to have to chastise you in front of all my listeners.
1: No, that's not Cameron. Uh (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. All right, Cameron, we're going to wrap it up here. But before we do, I want to tell you thank you. Thank you for playing one of my favorite games with me. Did you have fun?
1: Yes, I did.
0: Had a good time? You play again with me?
1: Yes,
0: I will. Awesome, and I don't have to pay you this time?
1: You didn't have to pay me that time.
0: Perfect. (laughs) All right, Cameron, thank you for coming on the show today. That does it for episode 10 of The Retro Wildlands, The Simpsons Arcade. Thank you all so much for taking the time to listen to the show today, and a huge thank you to my stepdaughter Cameron for joining me today to talk about The Simpsons. I hope you all enjoyed this week's episode. I'm really happy with how this one turned out, and we had an absolute blast putting this together for you. For those that have played The Simpsons Arcade game before, I hope this episode brought you a nice dose of nostalgia. If you've never played it before and you happen to see it in an arcade somewhere, give it a go. It's well worth a few quarters. If you like the show and want to show it and myself some support, please consider leaving a good review on your preferred podcasting platform. It'll mean a lot to me if you did. Better yet, please consider spreading the word about the podcast. Every week I'm adding another game to the pile and we're slowly growing our content pool. If you know someone who loves video games or just needs something to kill the time, let them know about us. You should also consider spreading the word to your local mail person. I know the one in my neighborhood walks a few miles a day to deliver the mail in our area, so what better way to pass the time while dropping junk mail into our mailboxes than to listen to our podcast? You can also connect to the podcast via social media. You can find us on Facebook by searching the podcast, as well as on Twitter or Instagram, at Retro Wildlands, if you enjoy some video game-centric posts with some puppy photos and silly gaming memes sprinkled in for good measure. You can also reach out to me directly through these platforms. I'm usually pretty quick to answer, unless you sound like you're a robot or you're trying to sell me something. But more than that, I'd love for you to let me know if there's a game that you'd like to hear about on a future episode of the podcast. While I have a pile of games I plan to work through in the near future, I've been having fun getting into games that have been sitting on my backlog for too long, or discovering new games that I missed out on completely. The Retro Wildlands aren't just mine to explore, they're ours, so shoot me a line if there's something you'd like me to talk about. So what's coming up next week? More than likely, we're finally going to be covering Spider-Man and Venom Maximum Carnage on the Super Nintendo slash Sega Genesis. I'm just waiting for the comic book compilation to come in, and as soon as it does, I'm going to read through it, then I'm going to play through the rest of the game, then prepare the show for it. If everything worked out, I should have it in my hands by the time this episode goes live, but it's hard to tell with shipping companies nowadays. Things are just... things are just a mess. If I have to push this episode back for some reason, I have a couple other games I'm working through to build episodes on, including Toe Jam & Earl on the Genesis... Twisted Metal, and Dino Crisis on the PlayStation. Follow us on social media to get a glimpse of whatever direction we decide to go in. There's more games on the pile, so this list is subject to change without notice. It's really going to depend on my mood, I think, which has been very fickle lately. No matter what happens, we're going to have a great game to talk about next week and share some awesome stories about it. I'm looking forward to seeing you all soon. Until then, my friends, my name is Nomad, and you can find me roaming the retro wildlands.